Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast. Your co-host James with Jake. Episode 203, special Friday episode for y'all. Jake, how's it going? It's going great. The weekend's tomorrow. Actually, the weekend's right now. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, so you have a seltzer, crack that seltzer. And yeah, it's week 11 of the NFL season. Sharks are in full swing. NBA is in full swing. The Giants and, and MLB free agency has started. No signings yet. But it should be happening soon, in a couple in like a week or two. Uh, but yeah, it's Friday. How about you? Oh yeah, doing good. Excited. It's Friday. Love the weekend. Been looking forward to this weekend uh, for a little bit. Just in general, to be honest. Uh, finally, a weekend where I'm not working um, an event, so that's pretty pretty fun. So a lot of things to do. Not a lot, a lot, not a lot of days to do it. But let's get started. Before that, though, Jake, have you had W Energy before? I have, especially those late nights when you're gaming. You know, even right now when you're trying to do a podcast and it's a late, tough day at work, tough week at work, you just pop some W Energy, you feel better instantly. Uh, James, how about you? Love W Energy. I mean, one of my go-to drinks to when I'm feeling drowsy, something I need to you know, have a nice little pick-me-up midday at work, like you mentioned. And obviously, after a long day of work, when the gaming goes on, got to drink myself some W Energy. What's your favorite flavor, Jake? Um, Dub Sludge. That's my favorite favorite uh, flavor right there. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with that one right there. Uh, pretty good. Uh, Absolutely you, James? not. What about, yeah, what's your favorite? I, I, that'd be my, my, that might be my favorite uh, flavor, too, because you know I've had it multiple times. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, W but Energy, you, you did say code, all caps. You did say Big that this pod. that was your best one, huh? Easily the best flavor, absolutely. But yeah, again, use BA Pod all caps at checkout, all one word to get ten percent ten percent off your order, and let us know what your favorite flavor is. Well, let's move on. Talk about some hockey, Jake. Why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Yeah, sharks suck, but they don't suck. Well, they no, they still suck. <clears throat> last six games though, they're three three and zero. They won last night five to one. They started the season 0-10-1, not good. And they're now 3-13-1, still not good. They give up the, They had the biggest goal differential in, with 46, minus 46 goals, meaning they've given up 46 more than they've scored. And, yeah, not looking good, but they've been playing better recently. And I, I, I would have to disagree. I think it's looking good um, to what we want the outcome to be. Would you agree? Yes, but I'd rather them lose close than get blown out 10-1. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, not a good look when you go uh, uh, eleven to one, ten to one, back to back game, something like that. Um, but good to see that they won five to one yesterday. Um, again, either losing close games or winning blowouts—that's what you love to see. Absolutely, out of this team here, sitting at three thirteen and one. Jake, you said you had some news about MLB. Um, any signings so far? I think you mentioned there was none, but any. Any rumors going around on what's going on? Well, there's been some trades, but it's usually more like people that have been non-tendered, meaning they've not been given a contract and be out for the 40-man roster. Uh, but nothing really too big there. One big news, well, we talked about this. We talked about this. But um, Matt Chapman looks like he's going to be a giant sooner than sooner or later. It just sees that just sounds how it's gonna what's gonna happen. 
Uh, Bob Melvin, the manager, and Matt Williams, the third base coach, have helped coach him. Really have been talking him up the past couple of days, saying that he's one of the best defenders. He's like the greatest defender ever at third base. So it looks like that's going to be what the Giants do for one move at least. You hope that's not the biggest move they make. You hope that's like one of their maybe maybe the third biggest move they make, uh, which if that's their third biggest move and they do sign him, that's going to be a pretty good offseason. Pretty good. I think. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I agree. No, I mean, we've been saying it all over long. I mean, um, they gave the awards out. Uh, a guy like, excuse me, two-time uh, Cy Young Award winner, Blake No, We talked about it a lot, a lot uh, last podcast. We talk about it almost every day, really. I mean, when we play video games, it's a, it's a no-brainer signing for the Giants. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. You know, he's not the greatest offensively, but he does hit home runs. Uh, and he's just one of the best. Blake Snell. Players. I'm talking about Blake Snell. Oh, shit. Um, well, he, no, he's never hit a home run. Well, maybe he has. I don't know. But he doesn't have to worry about that because he's a pitcher and they never have to bat. But Blake Snell is really good. Uh, he walks a lot of people, though. Uh, but he strikes out a ton. So you can live with that. And he doesn't give up hits, which is good as well and doesn't give up home runs so that's good too and i would love for him to be on the giants he'll be the number he would be the two starter logan webb would be the number one just because he's a homegrown guy so it'll be him it'll be webb snell uh cobb is out for a while because he had hip surgery so it'll be webb snell and probably harrison or they might go out and sign another player as well um to be a starter maybe that yamamoto guy from japan um, but I don't see if they do sign Blake Snell for like $100, $200 million. I don't think they're going to go after the guy from Japan just because that's a lot of money for starting pitching. And they they can deal with their pitching that they have. They need offense, though. But if they get Matt Chapman, Blake Snell, then maybe make a trade for, let's just throw out a name. I don't think this is going to happen or anything, but like a Luis Robert or a Christian Yelich. Who's been Christian Yelich had a great year last year, or they signed Cody Bellinger. So if you have Bellinger, Chapman, and Snell, that's an incredible offseason. That's what I'm hoping for. Absolutely. Well, hopefully they can get it done uh, with that. Anything else in MLB news specifically? Um. Well, the A's are moving to Las Vegas. That's been basically confirmed by owner vote. Now it just depends on if they can build a stadium, which. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Um, I'm officially no longer an A's fan. Um, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I wonder what team uh, Griff's gonna like now. Let me look up. Um, what did he say yesterday? He said what? He said yeah, he said uh, Rockies, and then he changed it to Marlins. Hmm. Um, I myself have told myself that I will be a Padres fan. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he's not going to be a Braves fan, Griff. Because living here in San Diego, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like the Braves too. I'm a fan. Yeah, well, I'm trying to but see. Yeah, the days, absolutely, fuck the days. The Rockies. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm just being. Nice I don't know why he said. Well, he said Rockies, and then he edited his text to Marlins. Is what he said. Mm. Yeah, Marlins are pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, but yeah, fuck the Oakland, um, fuck the A's. I hope they never build a stadium. I think they're just stuck in limbo forever. Yep. Um, they're the worst. True. Let's talk about basketball now, though. Um, and a team that we were pretty excited for to start the, to start the year. But uh, it's, just, it's been pretty exciting, I'll say. 
Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> um, I mean, aside from the two game winners, I mean, we had the, probably the most excitement we've had in all the NBA so far, really. Um, and what transpired against the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple nights ago. Why don't you play it out for us, Jake? Yeah, so first play of the game, Clay has a shot. He misses. They go down the other side of the court. The Timberwolves have a shot. They miss. Then on the rebound, Clay puts his arm up on Jaden McDaniels, kind of catches him by the jersey and kind of gets a hold of it. He tries to let go, but then Jaden McDaniels is like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't do that to me. I'm Jaden McDaniels. So he grabbed Clay Thompson's jersey and they had a little tussle. Then Clay, there's some pushing and shoving. Clay's jersey got ripped. Ruby Gobert, who is a peacemaker in this, or peacekeeper in this, not the Apex Legends gun, but peacekeeper in this apparently, which he wasn't because he usually that means you grab your your teammate and tell them to stop. But no, he grabbed Clay Thompson and basically almost basically had his arm around his neck for like half a second. But that was a half a second too goddamn long for Draymond Green, who's been waiting for this moment for his whole entire career to go and rear naked choke Rudy Gobert and drag him across the court like a little puppy. So then, Clay, Clay, Jamie McDaniels, and Draymond got got ex, got ejected from the game. A minute in, it was zero zero. By the way, Rudy Gobert, who basically escalated everything, didn't get a penalty, didn't get ejected, didn't get a technical foul. He shot two free throw. He shot a free throw because a technical foul by Draymond Green, and Draymond got Draymond got ejected. Then he got suspended for five games, and now they're six and seven after starting six and two. Yeah, um, not great. Obviously, uh, also in a game where there's no Steph Curry, uh, ultimately lose. But we have to see uh, one of the many rookies uh, that are on this team. Um, Here's the thing. I have no problem with what Draymond Green did. Not at all. Absolutely not. No, 100%. Um, Although he may have taken a little bit too far, but his premise and his like his idea was good. He's he, if he just put his arm around his neck, then let go like after like a couple seconds, and I drag him across the court. I don't think he gets suspended, but he you know he dragged him around. So yeah, absolutely. Um, five straight losses um, for the Warriors. Um, Fuck you, Rudy Gobert. Um, there. One in five at home after last week's episode where I said they have eight out of the next ten games at home. They're currently one in five. Hmm. Um, six and seven overall. It's not looking good, obviously, without Draymond. Um, in the next four more games, uh, Steph Curry already ruled out. Hasn't played the last two. Um, Clay and Andrew Wiggins... Uh, can't buy a bucket. Nope. And with a team who's young, obviously uh, Chris Paul's still there. Got to start now in place of Curry. Uh, but there's just guys who just need to make plays. I mean, obviously, um, we talked about before we even started the podcast. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, he had 27 against the, the Timberwolves in place of stuff. What's his name, Dick? Brandon Pajemski had 23, actually. 
Oh, 23. Okay. So he had 23, seven and five, seven rebounds, five assists. Pretty good um, stat line uh, in place mm-hmm. of Curry for sure. For his big, that's like, that was like his first ever like big like amount of time playing in the NBA. Don't you agree? I know. I'm so sorry. You know, I agree. Um, <laughs> played some good minutes. 100 percent appreciate what he's been doing. He's he's a, he's a dog for sure. Um, True. Guy on a two-way contract, a guy who gets set down to play with the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors, uh, figures out his shot, and he comes back up and, and start in place of Seth Curry and uh, plays his game. So you love to see that. And, I mean, I think Moses Moody needs more minutes. Um, I agree. But the guy that I think, you know, I've said it before, is a good 3 and D player, a guy who can rebound the ball, that guy – Again, who can make moves in transition? Um, I thought he was a great spot up three point shooter in the corner. I mean, that's the kind of guy that you would like uh, to play more minutes for you. Uh, embracing off the bench, a guy that, like you said, is uh, being somewhat molded into the role of uh, Andre Godala. I-, I think he deserves more minutes, especially coming from a young guy uh, like him. Uh, and so does Kaminga. Uh, guys who are somewhat the future of the Warriors, right? Uh, three years in. Still young, not even 21 at most. Um, they need more run uh, to get better. I mean, and why not now with guys who are uh, not playing to the potential in Andrew Wiggins and Clay Thompson? Not saying that they don't shouldn't start, but uh, those guys need more minutes to play uh, to get better. Especially when, well, I mean, where it is the eight seed. It's still really early in the season, right? Obviously, we've had this before last year. They were almost at 500, and, you know, we went ahead and uh, got into the second round of the playoffs last year and two years before made it all the way to the finals and won. So once Steph Curry gets back, I mean, I think it will be better, but just guys need to play better uh, and play in Andrew Wiggins. Guys who we depend on when guys are hurt, right? Uh, the, the cold stretch needs to stop being the heat up. That's just all I got to say. Which one? What needs to what? stop? What needs to stop? The cold streak needs oh. to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, Clay uh, and Wiggins will be you know getting ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Um, not China, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. for football. Sure, it is. Yep. Um, let's move on. Yeah, enough of this Warriors talk. Let's talk about the Niners, who are back. Yep. Last time that they played uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, in a game that we said before, Jake agreed that was going to be a, a tone setter for the rest of the year. I think they really did indeed set the tone. Uh, winning 34-3 to against a uh, pretty good offense. Very good Jaguars team. Um, Jacksonville uh, Jaguars uh, team. Niners are back. Purdy's back. Uh, very efficient throwing the ball. Went 19 for 26, 296 yards. Three touchdowns only took two sacks. Um, even Sam Dunn was able to go into the game through a pass for six yards, but couldn't get Christian McCaffrey a touchdown. So his streak ends at 17 straight games uh, with a touchdown. Ties the record uh, for the most ever. Um, he himself had a day, 16 attempts for 95 yards. And six catches for 47. He had, excuse me, uh, 26 total. Uh, yeah, excuse me, 22 total touches. Um on the day, 
So he's still doing that his thing, um, being back and whatnot. I'll be saw vintage Kittle in this game, three catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Uh, took one to the house from 66 yards, and you know Ayuk, uh, yet again is him. I mean, had a spectacular start with three catches for 55 yards. Also had a touchdown. Uh, they need to target him more, in my opinion. Obviously, Debo is back too, which is nice. Um, had himself a run for a touchdown, uh, a long 23-yard touchdown run uh, for him. Uh, even Kyle Juszczyk, Juice uh, got a touchdown. Everyone on offense got a touchdown aside from Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it just feels bad, but well, what do you think of the offense uh, coming back off the bye, Jake? That was their best game in some time. Um, Purdy was excellent. Had almost 300 yards passing for the second week in a row. Um, you know, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions on the season for for Brock. Um, it did suck that McCaffrey couldn't break the record, uh, but other than that, all their stars played well on offense and on defense. Chase Young played great as well. But talking more about the offensive side of the ball, um, Kittle has been breaking out. Last two weeks, George Kittle has been on a rampage um, receiving-wise. which He does this every year. He has a couple games where he goes, he goes absolutely insane. The last two games, he has 12 catches for 265 yards and one touchdown. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, and it's good to see a guy like George. Um, obviously, we been blessed with a guy who can not only block well but can also you know be able to catch the ball um we've seen him you know break the record for most uh almost break the record for most yardage uh, in a single game uh, in a half but you know he's back uh not only is he he is back but the defense is back as well uh only gave up three points uh to trevor lawrence and the jacksonville Jaguars. uh lawrence uh threw two interceptions uh one to Ambry Thomas, who's back, who found the interception. Um, and also Fred Warren getting himself an interception this game as well. Um, Trey Greenlaw playing all over the field. It's good to see that the defense, uh, with Steve Wilkes on the sideline instead of in the booth, um, really be able to get under their feet. Um, there was, uh, after the first two drives, the Jags uh, went to the screen game and uh, I put here in a note when I was watching the game that screens, man, going to be the death of us. I mean, uh, with a team, with a defense that blitzes as much, I mean, the one thing that will neutralize the blitz is going to be a screen uh, to the boundaries, and that's what the Jags did for a couple of uh, series. But uh, the 49ers got it under control. Um, some missed tackles on those drives, but again, uh, the big, uh, obviously it's great to see a defense be great, but, you know, a bend, not break defense is good as well, and that's what we saw on those drives, being able to only give up three points the whole entire game. Um, really kept Travis Etienne in check. Uh, not good for my fantasy team, uh, nope. but good as a whole for uh, what the the real prize is, and that's winning the football game for sure. We'll be so, talking about the Jags, fan, Jags offense in our fantasy segment because they, they, were, they did not help me at all. They did not. Absolutely not. No, 100% agree. Um, but I'll take a 49ers W over a fantasy win uh, any day. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe uh, maybe every other day, but you know. You know how it goes. But yeah, no. Uh, it's a great win. It's at the tone again. again. Uh, and now they have the Bucks this upcoming week. Uh, another Florida team. Um, they played away. Uh, coming back home, back to Levi's. They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, this game. Uh, another Aker versus Nick Bosa 
um, game. Baker himself has been having himself a good season. Uh, 14 TDs, just the five interceptions. He's only been sacked 16 times uh, in 10 games. So that's pretty good. They're keeping their health, uh, they're keeping their quarterback healthy there in Tampa Bay. Um, you know, but the line already speaks for itself. The 49ers are already 12 point favorites against uh, these this Tampa Bay team. Uh, and a team uh, that scores about 19 points a game, but only holds their po- opponents to 19 points a game. Um, and has 18 total touchdowns on the year. Um, about a 40% uh, conversion rate on third down. So, I mean, guys to look out for offensively, right? I mean, guys who've been there for a while, and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and their second-year guy and running back, Ricard White, who's good out of the backfield um, himself. Uh, they come off a win against the Titans. Uh, they won 20-6 to uh, last Sunday. Uh, in a game where Baker Mayfield threw for 278 yards. I was only sacked three times. He threw a touchdown, but also threw an interception. Um, they ran the ball pretty well. Uh, not pretty well, excuse me. Um, a lot, really. Uh, I think about almost 30 attempts as a team, but Ricard White gained 20 of those. He had 51 yards, um, but only averaged 2.6 yards a carry. Uh, that game, though, Mike Evans really went off. He had six receptions for 143 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Ricard White also caught himself a touchdown. He had two catches for 47 yards. So a guy who can not only run the ball um, when he gets himself going, but can also catch the ball out of the back. He'll be able to watch for that offensively. Um, so offensively or defensively up against this Tampa Bay defense, uh, we'll have our hands full. In my opinion, Mike Evans, one of the best uh, deep ball catchers in the league. I mean, he's going to be a guy that will have to watch out in the red zone with a big body like his. Uh, but only if you're able to stop him, they also have Chris Godwin. Uh, in the slot uh, as well. Um, defensively, I think the biggest thing here is being able to block uh, from the inside out uh, with guys like Vita Vea uh, being in the defensive de- de- tackle position. So uh, we'll have our hands full uh, interior-wise uh, on the offensive line. But guys uh, who at one point were uh, one of the best linebackers in the league and Levante David, uh, who's probably a top five, uh, top ten linebacker, and paired with a Devin White, who was also a great linebacker himself, and on the back end, Antonio Winfield Jr., um, a guy who helped the Bucks win a Super Bowl when he was a rookie himself. So, you know, they're coming off a win. We're coming off a win. Uh, they currently sit at, let me see here. They, curr- they currently sit at four and five, or on the are currently in the hunt uh, for a playoff spot. Uh, Little Niners are. Uh, back on on back on track. They're six and three, um, six and three. Uh, and but the third seed, uh, obviously, still eyeing that precious uh, one seed who gets to buy here uh, in the middle of the season. So get back on track. We have a somewhat tough schedule going forward. On Forty Niners, I have the Bucks this week. And then going forward, uh, they will have the Seahawks, the Eagles, which will be both away, and they come back home and play the Seahawks again. A lot of the back end. Uh, we're 2-0 in the division right now, so we'll have a lot more division play towards the end of the year, uh, ending with the Rams Week 18. So um, a lot can happen in another eight weeks of football left. Yep. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's not coming down to the wire just yet. Six and three, three seed. Um, uh, uh, a lot of football to be played. Um, anything else you want to talk about specifically the Niners and the matchup with the Bucks, Jake? Uh, not the Bucks, but we do have some news that Jason Verrett most likely will be signed to the practice squad next week after being released by the Texans practice squad. Uh, they said they had a workout yesterday and he looked pretty good. So they're going to sign him to the practice squad, we think, by next next Tuesday. And do that there, and he'll be back to the team again. Yeah, absolutely. 49er legend Jason Perrett. Absolutely, 100%. I love it. Uh, why not add more depth um, to that secondary? Yep. You'll have to see it. Well, uh, with that, uh, let's recap a Week 10 pick em. Why don't we? Uh, obviously, 49ers was Jack. We just talked about we both picked the 49ers. Why would we not? Uh, Thursday night, uh, it was Panthers versus Bears. Um, Jack and I both took the Bears there. Again, uh, I think Justin Fields uh, will be coming back this week. Um, so an upgrade to the Bears offense, kick W. True. Uh, they won that game 16 to 13. Yeah. Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, and our game of the week. Uh, Texans versus Bengals. Uh, I took the Texans here. Uh, Jake took the Bengals in a in a pretty back and forth game uh, in the second half. I think the the, the Texans were up for uh, the first half for the most part. Uh, CJ Stroud um, not throwing a lot of touchdowns this game. Had an interception, only had one touchdown, but threw uh, for three hundred fifty yards. Uh, did his thing offensively, uh, while Joe Burrow threw two interceptions, and he is now going to be without. The Bengals are going to be without him for the rest of the year. Um, he's going to be needing a season-ending uh, surgery on his wrist, something that Jake is uh, very familiar with. Yep. I know exactly what happened to him, too. But sometimes, uh, sometimes, my wrist feels fine. I pick something up the wrong way. Next thing you know, shooting pain from my wrist up until my neck. And it's the worst pain ever. And I can't feel anything for 15 to 20 minutes. And, yeah, not fun. Yeah, so he was uh, found uh, wearing a brace on his on his wrist. Uh, he was There was no delegated injury report uh, for Joe Burrow, but um, he went ahead and still played this game. I think the Bengals did a terrible job, um, in my opinion. Obviously, you play uh, a divisional game, but... Joe Burrow is your franchise guy. I mean, if he's not up to par, I know he's uh, he's labeled as one of the toughest guys in the NFL, right? But um, you lose him his rookie year for half a season. Uh, he takes you to the Super Bowl. He gets the bag. Uh, he plays the year. He gets the bag. And before the start of the year, he gets hurt. Hurts his calf. Um, you can't protect him. So... I think the Bengals have, are doing a terrible job trying to keep their franchise guy healthy uh, in a way where uh, they possibly could have not played him this game, right? I mean, obviously, they're still fighting for a playoff spot. They're four and six now. Uh, they went uh, uh, not good um, playoff-wise, but, I mean, he's your guy, you know, and it's not good. They've lost two straight, and now they're going to be without uh, Joe Burrow uh, for the rest of the year, which is uh, a big feels bad. Um, so you hate to see it. Um, yeah, moving man. on, Sunday night, uh, Jets versus Raiders. Jake and I both picked uh, the Raiders in this game. I have about to sneeze. 
Excuse me. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Uh, the Raiders win that game 16 to 12. Uh, reports of Aaron Rodgers coming back yeah. mid December. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, d- I don't. Uh, that's kind of risky. I don't know if he's going to come back, but he'll, he wants yeah, to try. Yeah, I know. It's, so. it's, it's, it's kind of tough. Um, I don't know how he's doing it. Um, there's a bunch of different rumors. Uh, he actually really tear it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but why would you make that up? That you tore your Achilles, right? You never uh, know. So, but yeah. Uh, Monday night, uh, Jack and I both take the Bills. Obviously, uh, they played the Broncos. Um, I thought it was going to be a cakewalk. Um, it actually wasn't. Josh Allen fraud? Jay? Yep. Yep, he is. Yeah. Let me see here. Josh Allen accounted for three out of the five turnovers uh, for the Bills uh, this game. He threw two interceptions, and he lost a fumble. James Cook, who had himself a damn, he had 10, he had uh, 12 uh, attempts for 109 yards. He himself had two fumbles. Um, the the Bills are not looking good. They're not looking like a team that we've been seeing in the past. They're now sitting at five and five. Only one game ahead of the Jets. Fighting for a playoff spot. And Josh Allen is not playing uh, up to his potential. It's not not great. So they lose uh, to Denver 24 to 22. And a team that people were writing off, um, they're, they're hot. I mean, it might not be pretty in how they win the game. But when you have a guy like Russell Wilson who's not turning over the ball uh, and being efficient, passing the ball, 24 of 29 for only less than 200 yards, but he throws two touchdowns. Um, sneaky playoff? Sneaky playoff team? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. see. Uh, locks of the week. Uh, I took the Colts over the Patriots. Uh, easy pick there. Jake took the Cowboys over the Giants. Easy pick there. Uh the Cowboys won that game 49 to 17, and then the Colts beat the Patriots. They played in Germany. They won 10 to 6. Really off, great offensive scoring in that game uh, for the Europeans to watch. And then our upsets of the week um, I took the Vikings uh, over the Saints. I'm a believer in the Josh Dobbs hype, and they won 27 to 19. Uh, while Jake took the commanders over the Seahawks in a game where it was back and forth. Uh, I thought the commanders were going to win this game. I, I wanted them to win this game. Uh, it was a pick I was going to pick before Jake, but I changed my mind. Uh, the Seahawks ultimately win their game 29-26. to 26. Uh, And that was your week 10 recap. I go 6-1, and one, uh, while Jake uh, goes 30, go, Jesus Christ, goes 4-3. Uh, updated records. I am thirty and twenty six, while Jake is thirty six and twenty. Those are not the updated records. I nope. hate when I do that. Um, now I did yeah, take an, I did take an account the game last night into our overall records because it happened last night. No, absolutely. We were knocking on an eye, right? We, I texted you, make your pick. We both picked the Bengals, uh-huh. but. Let's move on. Week 11, pick them. Jake, take it from here, my guy. Yep. Game of the week. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Niners versus Bucks. We both take the Niners easily. 
as you just said, Thursday night, Bengals versus Ravens. We took the Bengals. Thought the Bengals would win the game because they're on a hot streak. But Burrow got injured in the second quarter. He missed the whole entire game. As we just said, he's out for the season two. Uh, game of the week um, for week NFL. No, no, no game of the week. Uh, the games aren't great, in my opinion. There, there were no thing. That thing was popping out of my when I was looking at the schedule. Yeah, it is kind of mid. Yeah, unless you see one. I, I, I really don't see one. Let me see. Let me see. Well, the game of the week will be... Um... Oh, never mind. We'll, we'll pick a game of these upcoming games we have picked. We'll name that game of the week. And also, whatever the hell it is. But, uh, no, yep, Sunday Night Football, Vikings versus Broncos. We both take the Vikings in that one. Big Josh Dobbs fans here, the Pastronaut. Moving on, the Monday Night Football, which is the game of the week, basically. Uh, Eagles versus Chiefs in a Super Bowl rematch from last season. Um, I have the Eagles winning this game because the Eagles, I think, are at home, aren't they? Um, Let me check. They're on the road. They're playing in Kansas City. I'm going to take the Eagles just to be different because it's boring when we all take. It's boring when we take the same teams every game uh, for these first four games at least. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Eagles to win this game on the road. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs up in this in this game though. Home court home court advantage. Uh, we'll have Taylor Swift in the stands uh, for Travis Kelsey to actually do something because he doesn't do well when she's not there. All of a sudden, um, but yeah, I take the Chiefs in this game. So Yep. I'm nice yep, moving on now to the lock of the week. I have Dallas over the Panthers. Um, I need I need Tony Pollard to pick it the fuck up, and I need the defense to play well as they have all season, but I have Dallas over Carolina. Nice. Um, I have Lions over the Bears. The uh, Lions are a good team. I mean, Justin Fields is coming back for this game, but I don't think he is. The, the Bears don't have enough firepower to overcome the Lions. Um if Sam Laporta scores two touchdowns in this game, I'm going to get a whole rotisserie chicken. Thoughts? I mean, yeah, you you don't want you said it. Absolutely. I mean, let's just have a game, Laporta. Let's just, let's have a game. Let's get back on track. Let's have a game, baby. Yep. All right, moving on now. The upset of the week: I have the Jets over the Bills, which I don't trust the Bills. I don't really trust Zach Wilson either, but I think the Jets are a better. The Jets have a better defense, and they turn the ball over a lot. So I think they're going to turn the ball over on Justin, on Josh Adams, Josh Adams, Josh Fe- Josh Allen, and uh, win the game in an upset. What about you? What do you have? Uh yeah, I'm taking the Steelers uh, over the Browns. Um, Browns are favorites in this game uh, without Deshaun Watson. He's also out for the night, for the year. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. Let's get Nagy going early. Let's get it going. Yeah, speaking of Deshaun, yeah, he played last game with a broken shoulder for about two and a half quarters. Um, as we all know, he doesn't take no for an answer, even with a broken shoulder. Uh, so he's going to be out Dear this God. season. But, you know, he's going to have a lot of time to, you know, heal up, um, do some physical therapy, um, and we'll see what happens with that. Absolutely. Uh, and like I was saying before, uh, updated records. I'm 36 and 28, uh, while Jake is 40 and 24. 
I was six games behind. Now I'm at four. Trying to get that. Excuse me, I keep burping. Excuse me. Trying to get that um, illustrious record by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Nicer week. Let's move on. 11 picks. Talk yeah. about, uh, yeah, week 11 picks. There they are. Let's talk about, uh, I love this segment every single week. Uh, I love doing it. Uh, Jake came up with this it's awesome segment. First one, get this man a seltzer. I'll start off. Yeah. My guy, Keenan Allen. I think he's our first repeat get this man a seltzer of the year. Mm. Uh, he had 40.5 points against the Lions uh, this game. He had 11 catches, 475 yards, and two touchdowns uh, for the Chargers, who lost, unfortunately. But, hey, Keenan Allen, it's okay. Get yourself a seltzer on me whenever I see you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, well, he didn't lose. His team did. Now for mine, get this man a seltzer. TJ Hawkinson, big cock hawk, 11 catches, 134 yards, and one touchdown for 30 fantasy points, which, funny enough, he had 28 in the first half. Josh Dobbs, keep throwing that ball to Hawkinson. The pastronaut, keep it going on. Absolutely, 100%. Well, next one. Get ready to learn Canadian... Buddy, um, I've done this twice before. Mine's not a specific person, but a group of people, and that's the commander's defense. Uh, they let up uh, a whopping negative five points against the Seahawks. Negative five as a defense. Who was given ten points to start? They ended up with negative five. Yeah, they really. Everyone on that defense, yeah. get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. True. Moving on from my get ready to learn Canadian buddies, Trevor Lawrence. 2.1 fantasy points, 185 yards passing, two interceptions and a fumble last week. On the season in nine games, he has nine touchdown passes. Um, he's not playing well this season. Uh, but there's, not, there's nine and six. They run the ball a lot, so he's not really doing well fantasy. Um, but my backup quarterback is I don't have one. No, it's Will Levis. So my quarterback situation is not ideal. I had C.J. Stroud for most of the season. Then I dropped him. Then, of course, that next week, 48 points. Damn, that feels bad. Yeah. 2.1 fantasy points. Trevor Lawrence, you're a bust this year. And T. Higgins. I mean, he's useless now. Even bigger bust. Pause. He's useless. We'll see if Jake Brandon can do something, though. Probably he not. played pretty well. That's the miss. First completion was pretty sick. A little sidearm yeah, pass on a play action. It looked not pretty bad. cool. Not bad. Hey, they were in the game. Hey, they had a chance. Yeah, I, don't, I think he's going to be fine. But I don't know if they're going to – they're not going to make the Super Bowl because they're just not going to make the Super Bowl <laughs> after that. But I think that if they keep playing – I think that they have a chance to – because they have a lot of skill guys – I think they have a chance to make the playoffs. Outside chance. He's not Brock, he's not, think, he's not Brock Purdy. No, I think they have a chance, though. It's funny, though, because every time like quarterback is injured, it's like, this guy was undrafted or drafted in the seventh round or sixth round. Like, could he be the next Brock Purdy? Then you realize within 30 seconds, no, because Brock Purdy is actually a top-ten quarterback in the NFL, and he's Drew Brees 2.0. Yeah, 
Sure, sure, sure. Well, great segment. Love it. Jake, anything else to add to the episode? Nope. Thank you for listening to BA Podcast. Your co-host James with Jake, episode 203. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA Podcast. BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud, and don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do that three times to gain the system. Learn trick and learn from me in the industry for the past six years. Again, the top of podcast worldwide. We will take two hundred podcast sports for recreation. There's no issue for stars of the podcast. The top podcast worldwide. Yeah, we have five. As that episode, James. Back. Bye. Bye.